Welcome, welcome to the Hermit Style Podcast with your hosts Jimmy Bacon and Mike Runchuti, talking all about the Dragon Ball Super Card Game. Presented by Team TCG Mafia and produced by Lobat. Yo, yo, yo! What is up, everybody? It's the Hermit Style Podcast. We are back. It is February 3rd. It is a Wednesday, a new month. We apologize, guys. We did not get the podcast done uh, last week. It was just too crazy, too much life things going on. But we are making up for it this week. Look, we got a special episode today. We are going to go into a bunch of different things, make it like a normal episode. But yet again, we had another special guest interview that went way too well. Went honestly way too long to do anything else. <laughs> so uh, we're just dropping the whole interview as the episode, and that's it. I think you guys are going to love the guest we have on. In my opinion, he is one of the best players in the game uh, and undebatable best content creator in the game. You guys are going to love it. Here we go. Turtle School Weekly Focus. All right, everybody. We've got our main topic today. We have a special, special guest on. You guys are going to be so stoked. If you don't already know, well, you know what? I'm just going to play the drop. Everyone knows when we get a guest on, I play a drop. So here we go. <laughs> we got Joey Palladino, bro, from Crossroads. I was waiting to see if we get a, uh, what's going on, Dragon Ballers? <laughs> what's going on, Dragon Ballers? How we doing? I was waiting for the for the proverbial talking stick. <laughs> I never I never want to take over someone's uh, show, you know? Oh, no, bro. You're, you're good. But uh, yeah, bro, we're stoked to have you. I, I actually can't believe you're on. I'm happy to be here, man. Glad to talk to both of you guys. Hell yeah, dude. See, Joey's one of my favorite people to talk to at events. A real funny guy. <laughs> yeah, Miami was Miami was certainly a good time for sure. Bro, I'm mad we didn't get I didn't get to go with you and Peter to the the, uh, the arcade rink y'all went to. That shit was yeah, dumb. I know. I don't, I don't I don't know what was up with that. Some of the guys didn't want to go out, but in March we definitely got to hit it up. Oh, it yeah. was a lot of fun. Are you are you going early? Or are you going on Friday? I I think I'm gonna try and get in on Thursday. Uh, I, I still gotta look at flights, but I, my goal is to get in on Thursday. Yeah, I'm gonna get in on Thursday, so maybe we can link up and do something. I'm trying to hit the Sounds casino, good. like. I don't, I don't know why nobody went last time, but they said there's a real nice casino in Miami. I'm like, I got to go. I'm always down to chill at a casino, but I'm not much of a gambler myself. So maybe I'll play like a few hands of blackjack, but I'm, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm probably going to gamble, gamble a couple thousand. So you can just like sit there and laugh at me losing all my money. <laughs> I'll, I'll cheer you on, bro. Jimmy, you go to Miami or? I, I am not, but uh, I'm just laughing because I was like, oh man, you don't know. Mike's about to just gamble all of his money away. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. Whenever I get there, man, it's either I'm going to leave with a bunch of money or I'm going to leave with no money. There's no in between. <laughs> like, there's no reason I should be able to walk out and say, oh, man, I only lost this amount. Nah, I want to walk out. I lost it all or I won big time. Bro, I think I just came up, I think I just came up with a new motto. Uh, I like I like card games. I like my gambling. High risk, high reward. You know, <laughs> that's good. Actually, that's that is a good motto. I'm going to start using that. I'm going to say I got it from you. <laughs> trademark me out of there right just throw me my royalties i will i got you bro <laughs> but uh, you played in connecticut right this past weekend i did yep yep uh what'd you play i played a red broly believe it or not <laughs> why'd you play that i thought you were gonna play that red gogeta deck <laughs> so uh, the red gogeta deck is tight but uh i so the main reason like the, the initial reason why i played red broly was just because like 
I already got my invite in Miami, so I was going to Connecticut mostly because my friends are going. But it was also it was also like a small cash tournament, so there there was like incentive to try, right? So yeah. um, I chose to play Red Broly just because like I wanted to play quick rounds. I didn't want to go to time. I was just like, I'm going to play an aggro deck. I'm either going to win or lose in 20 minutes. And that pretty much, you know, ended up working out. I was winning mostly in 20 minutes. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think, I think I had a really good build, but there was, there was also like an analytical reason I, I wanted to play it too. Cause like, you noticed, I'm sure like in Miami, for whatever reason, no one was playing red Broly. It, it's been like a trend even since set 11. Like, even though the deck is, it's generally agreed upon the deck is super good, but it just doesn't get a lot of play. So I wanted to actually play in a tournament setting myself because like I've been, I've tested a lot online. I post a lot of content uh, around the deck, like my different builds and even like strategies for how to beat it and stuff like that. But I haven't been able to play it in a full tournament because I, I don't have a local near me and obviously COVID and everything. So I wanted to play to this tournament and I, I definitely feel like I learned some things about the deck. It's obviously still incredibly stupidly good, but uh, yeah. I definitely learned stuff about it. You think it's as good as everybody advertised it to be? So I, I don't, I don't think, and I also did not think before this tournament that it was tier zero. I've, Thank you. I've never felt that way. Um, I trust me. Like in this game, we've experienced tier zero. We, we've experienced Mecha. We've experienced Super Shenron. Uh, this deck is not tier zero. It's very, very good. It does push some rogue decks out of the format, which I always hate to see when that happens. But it's not unbeatable by any means. There are some really weird decks that that beat Red Broly that people would never expect. Yeah, that's how yeah. I feel. Also, I we, like, we've been saying that since the deck came out. We're like, yeah, it's good, but it, it is not this tier zero best deck. Can't play anything else in the format than everyone else is saying. I said, I thought yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, I thought Vegex was better the whole time. I was like, uh, if I'm playing an aggro deck, I probably just play Vegex instead of Red Broly. But I was like, bro, when I watched a red deck, a different, I don't even remember what deck it was, play against Red Broly, and they just had three shoes in hand, and we're just like, a uh, shoe. Next turn, uh, shoe. I was like, "Oh, this is hysterical." Yeah, that's, <laughs> like, pretty, that's a bad time. You're telling me the tier zero deck can't beat a one drop shoe? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no. But you know what though? Like, I totally agree with you, Mike. In regards to like preset twelve, like I think I think I also generally agreed upon that Vegex was the best deck of that format as well. But like even now, like it seems like Vegex is a bad matchup for Red Broly. Um, just from the games I tested, yeah. like, I lost to it in the tournament and from testing as well. Like for whatever reason. And I, I can't even like pinpoint a re it's so weird. Like I can't even pinpoint a reason. It's just like for whatever reason they're able to defend my all in turn and I can't really defend their all in turn because Violent Rays doesn't really do much against their deck and they have like the Kai ten K combos and super combos. So they just have like a ton of pushing power. It's so weird. It's their trunks is better than your ba. That's what it is. That's that's definitely part of it, yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. Yep. But uh so you got top four, right? Did you guys didn't play it out? Yeah, we got top four and we all split because we pretty much all came from like two plus hours away. So we got top four and we all just said, yeah, we all got the invite, which I mean, mine passed down luckily. So I didn't really screw anyone out of their, um, you know, invite. It's actually pretty funny. The, the dude who got ninth place, like came up to me, he's like, bro, thanks for, thanks for winning or not winning, but thanks for doing well in, in Miami because uh, you passed your invite down to me. I was like, <laughs> oh, um, but yeah, so we got top four, we just agreed to split. Okay, did you sign up yet for Miami? Because I know they uh, dropped the uh, registration, and there was only like 46 spots left when I signed up yesterday. I, I did actually sign up yesterday as well, yep. Okay. Nice, nice. See, I know there's going to be a lot of sad people when they find out that it's capped at 100, and there ain't very many spots up there. Yeah. But uh, I guess we talk about Miami. You did good in Miami with Dart yeah, Broly, though. Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, I say a lot of people are saying that they don't. the heartfelt plea isn't that good. How would you feel about it? 
It's, it's so weird, dude. Like, I try to break it down in my deck profile, but I, I, I feel like this is such a complex thing. Like, okay, surface level analysis, it's it's broken, right? Because you're playing an aggro deck, you awaken turn two, turn three, you have a turn two, turn three, 30k red battle card. So it just, like, makes all the sense in the world. But when you're playing the deck and, like, you look at top five, you see a heartfelt plea, you put it to the bottom, like, that is that is a ridiculously bad feeling. Um, it almost makes you want to play three plea or zero plea, but like three definitely feels like it'd be very clunky. I think two is probably the correct number. And then it's just like one of those things of like, if you see it, great. If you don't see it, whatever. Um, and, and the downside is very, very mitigated. This is the, this is the number one reason why I think it's justifiable to play it. The downside is very, very mitigated because your super combo can bottom deck it. So it just gets dead cards out of your hand. So that's really good. Um, I think at this point it is a card you should play two of, um, but I, I am still open to conversations against it. Yeah. I, say, I mean, I was building the deck after we got back from Miami and I put four in my deck and I was like, cause I just wanted to see it so I could do the play. And it was like clucking my hand up and I was like, man, I should probably just main deck this piccolo units and to discard these. That might be actually the move at this point, but I'm not sure. That's, that's not, yeah. that's, that sound bad or sound, sound all right. No, Pickle Unison, like, definitely is a main deck card now, I think. Like, really? that was okay. a side deck That was a side deck card that Dalen put me on. Um, and at first, I was like, all right, sure, whatever. Like, gets around Nimbus, and Mecha Free is going to be popular. So, it makes sense. But, like, after its performance, like, getting around Violent Rays is also incredibly important. Attacking into Vegeta Unison of Fury is also incredibly important. Like, to be honest, like, the, the bane of my existence that weekend was Vegeta used in a fury like don't get me wrong like I had cards in my deck to out it but I mean top 16 I just couldn't out it so that really just screwed me over um but I think the piccolo is a great unison for the deck because it's not it's not limited to when it can attack which is a big problem with all the other black unisons and uh there's so many times where I had like on like turn one uh, turn two I guess it would be turn two I had like uh six 30ks in my drop piccolo put the seventh one in there it replaced itself and then I got to play a dark Broly. Like, it just it synergized with the deck very very well yeah, that's why I, why I lost to Dalon, actually. Uh, game one, he didn't realize what my leader did. And in game two, he beat me. In game three, I just couldn't out the piccolo. I was like, oh, this is bad news. And I, I read it wrong. I thought that it said it gained 5K if it had two or more markers, but it's uh, 5K for every two markers. So I just left it unchecked, didn't do anything. He had like a 30K piccolo on me. I said, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, yeah, that compounding power is like really strong. Yeah. But so... I remember you used to always say in your videos, uh, you're just playing Dragon Ball Super until the Digimon card game comes out. What's so-, <laughs> <laughs> so, you've, so you've been watching for a while, huh? Because that's old. That's old. <laughs> it is old. I say, and now the Digimon card game is out. Are you playing? Nah, I, okay. So I <laughs> it's <late. a> nah. <laughs> it's, it's old. All right. How do I even go about explaining this? Okay. I love Digimon. Like, I am forever i will always be digimon over pokemon it's just it means more to me as an ip like i love the anime way more than i love pokemon like all, everything like that the card game as it stands right now is just not for me um i, I was actually talking to zoo hair about this i don't know if you guys know zoo hair yeah he's yeah. Uh, one, one of the one of the canadian players he has a lot of good dragon ball acc- accolades as well and i was talking to him the other day and like he's been playing digimon more so than dragon ball and that was just because it's like some some stuff he had going on in his personal life that he made to switch over which is totally fine but uh, he was saying too, like um, Digimon, uh, Dragon Ball is the better game than Digimon in terms of like being a competitive card game, um, and that's pretty much where I stand on it. Like the lack of interaction is, 
I just don't want to lose that kind of stuff. Like I've played the game. I played I played Chrono Clash. Like I had fun playing Chrono Clash. Played it casually with some friends, and that's kind of how I'm treating Digimon right now. But like, it feels so bad when your opponent just hits an advantage early and you can't really do anything about it, and you just inevitably lose because they have more attackers and you don't have removal or you don't have a way to like you know floodgate their attacks. And people say like the memory locking thing is a form of interaction, and I'm I just to me that's the opposite of interaction. That that would be like playing a hyper control deck in Dragon Ball that doesn't let your opponent play the game. So um yeah, the, the way it stands right now it's not for me, but I'm I'm look I'm going to keep an eye on it to see how it continues to change. Okay, yeah, that's how I feel also. Uh, I had a deck. I had the purple deck. I had every purple card in the game. And I was just like, man, this is awful. I got to sell all these cards. So I sold them all. But I was I'll keep looking cuz I do like Digimon. I've been a big Vmon fan since uh season 2. So I was like, uh, maybe when more Vmon cards come out, I'll give it another shot. But until then, I'm out. So Bro, I know I, I know it's super cookie cutter, but like every single time in the in the original Digimon movie where like War Greymon and Metal Gurumon, like they 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 come back from the dead basically and turn into Omnimon. Like I almost I almost shed a tear, bro. Like, that, movie is, that movie is so good. So that's one of my favorite scenes from like a child is when in Digimon, it's when uh Matt punches the Digimon in the face. Like he just like straight up punched the Digimon. I was like, oh my god, because like at the same time as Pokemon Digimon going on, Ash would never punch a Pokemon. Oh no! But, but Matt said no. Nah. Matt said, <laughs> Matt said you got that's catch about this. it, bro. <laughs> But yo, the, all right. So real question though, the Digimon theme song, right? Digimon, digital, whatever it says, what does it say? All right. I'll ask you, Digimon are the champions or did you hear Digimon garlic champions? I I definitely did not hear garlic champions. (laughs) It says we are the champions. No one, no, you you never heard that? No. People argue. This is the first time I'm I'm hearing this. Bro, when I was a little kid, I'd always be walking around going, Digimon garlic champions. (laughs) No, 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 definitely we are the champions, bro. No. I bet it's one of those things where like you hear it once and you can't unhear it. Um, That's all I can hear, bro. I cannot hear we are. I've had a few things like that where it's like, oh, you hear this stupid version of something and now you can't unhear it. But now for Digimon, I have not had that experience. <laughs> I say, now I'm going to have to go back and listen to it. I've been watching the new Digimon anime on Hulu. So I'll Is it see. good? Uh, it's okay. It's a little darker. The remake one, right? Yeah, the remake. It's a little darker than before, which is cool because it's more of an adult audience. I've been waiting yep. for the Digimon Survive game to come out for like six months. You know, they told me during COVID it was coming out. I said, oh, I got something to play. And they postponed it. And I said, mm hurt my heart I still, I still gotta watch uh last evolution i haven't seen that movie yet because it's not like on any of the platforms that i have it's not on any platform i don't think actually i've never seen it i've only heard about it so if i find right, it yeah, yeah. if i find it i'll bring it to miami with me actually because uh, that would be dope Dale said i can stay with him that's what he told me yesterday so i imagine you probably staying with him again right actually no so like more of my teammates are going this time so we're actually gonna get a room together just just because like like we would we would all be like able to stay with Dalen, but it'd be way too cramped it'd yeah, be yeah, like yeah. four or five of us yeah, I'm so just gonna share air mattress with Amani at this point. I, I, feel, I feel like we're I feel like we're on that level. He's seeing me in my underwear now. Yeah, yeah. No. Right, oh, I don't think you can just drop that without giving a story. Oh, I didn't have swimming trunks, so we all went to the pool, and I just got in the pool with my underwear on. But it was very. You know what? Huh? Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. I was saying it's very weird because there was a bunch of people there. Like this is like <laughs> like family couples and stuff, and nobody says anything. I just walk around in my underwear. So I saw that, right? Like I saw Mike just immediately like drop trow and I'm just like, all right, this is 
I was, at first I was like, all right, this is pretty weird. But then I was like, I mean, I guess it's just the equivalent of him wearing a Speedo. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's how I kind of rationalized it with myself. <laughs> that's how I rationalized it when I did it. Because I was like, this is bold. And then I was like, man, I want to get in the hot tub. But then I was like, man, there's some like ladies in there. This might be real wild. I can't do that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, he told me I said, so I was like, but I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure we'll all hang out. So I'm going to see, I got a couple of friends who really like Digimon. So I'm going to see if I can find that movie so we can bring it. Oh, for sure. Yeah, no, we're, I already I already know we're in the same hotel. I just don't know exactly what room we're in, so we're going to be nearby. Okay, that's, that's what's up. Oh, I was going to ask you, what is the deck to play in Miami? Yeah. I know I know what I want to play, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to play, because I always just play stupid rogue decks. I was going to say, decks. that's like, that is the question. I always play the rogue decks. I can't help myself. I don't know. Something's wrong with me. It's more fun. It's more fun to play the rogue decks, dude, especially when you do well. You just, like, you just, it just feels so good. Like, I, I know that feeling. Yeah. Um, so it's my favorite feeling, actually. It's like a euphoria that you don't get from anything else in the card game. You're like, damn. this. Well, yeah, and also it saves you. Because hear me out, right? If All right. So, like, if I go to a tournament with, uh, I don't know, Mecha or Dark yeah. Broly, right? And I do bad. Everyone's like, damn, bro, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> now, if I go into a tournament and win with it, they're like, yeah, whatever, bro. You play Dark Broly or Mecha. I'm like, okay. But if I go into this tournament with, like, U7 Gohan... And I beat everybody. They're like, holy shit, bro. You're a fucking God. Yeah. I mean, hey, and man. if I lose, they're like, oh, you just played a meme deck. It's whatever. <laughs> that is how some people get that high risk, high reward. right? Exactly. <laughs> I, said, I was like, I'm pretty sure if uh, battle evolution is legal, I'm just going to play Android 21. I've wanted to play this deck for so long. And like, I was like, yeah, man. And I, I remember, I remember you talking about that, but that, that's like the whole thing, right? Cause there's like, there's rumors going around, which I don't really think there's a lot of credence to these rumors, but there's rumors going around that that's going to be delayed. So that like, that really, is obviously going to impact PPG in March a lot, right? Um, again, I think I don't really, I don't really think there's much credence to those rumors because George himself said that uh, he didn't hear anything about that. But I have heard, uh, really, just from one other person that their local got an email saying it was getting delayed. But again, I really don't think there's a lot of credence behind it. I was going to say, Mike, have you heard anything? No, I said I haven't gotten emails from GTS, and I do, I do my local stores uh, ordering and stuff like that. So I haven't right. got it. So it should be that weekend. But just in That's case, what I'm thinking, yeah, yeah, just, I don't think it's gonna be delayed. Yeah, but I'm, I don't know, man. I was like, what's the, what's the deck you would play? You don't have to tell us what you actually play, but like, give us, give us two options on what you think you would play. Well, honestly, it's it's just so hard to answer that because, like, at the time, at least at the time of recording this, like, I'm sure when this podcast goes live, like, there's gonna be more reveals that have been shown. But at this point, all we've gotten is the green stuff for uh, Battle Evolutions, which, like. I, I'm very, very uh, underwhelmed with like the TN stuff. I think is is not that good. It's terrible. Um, the the Rosie three drop is a standout good card, right? Like play that. Right. Your opponent pitch with two, and then a game's tri- uh, triple attack. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the Napa stuff we've seen so far, I also am not like in love with. Um, so so far, we've only seen the red and the green stuff. Uh, we've seen like one one or two cards from the Android 16 slash Android 21 stuff. That stuff does seem cool, but I, I need to see more of the archetypes for that. So I guess like if you're asking me without battle evolutions in mind, um, it's so hard to answer. I think, I think, I, okay. So I think I can answer you in the reverse. And what I mean by that is I think Mecca is one that's kind of going to fall off as time goes on. I agree. So I don't think, I, also I don't agree. think that's, yeah, so I don't think that's like a really valid pick. I think Dark Broly and Red Broly just remain as strong as ever. Um, but I really think like other decks can step up to the plate. Like, I think Launch can step up to the plate because um, you have answers for Red Broly. You have like Violent Rays, you have Topo. Um, Violent Rays also applies to Dark Broly as well. Um, and Launch is picking up popularity more and more. And I actually wrote an article 
about this a couple of days ago and I was talking about Jiren. So obviously shout out to Mike for that. It's talking about Jiren. Hey. Um, <laughs> and it's another deck like Red Broly, Dark Broly don't have barrier answers. So like, what do they do to a leader that just takes no damage, right? So I, I've heard a lot of people talk like they think the format is going to be very, very stale. They think the format is going to um, stay stagnant even up until PPG in March. I, I disagree. I think I think there's a lot of room for innovation. I, I You know, believe it or not, I think also Black Hatchyak is also a legitimate pick going into March. That's a real deck. Uh, I played against I the guy yeah. on uh, Butter's team. I don't even remember the name of their team, but uh, the guy, uh, Abnol, I, I don't want to know if I, I might be saying his name wrong. Uh, yeah, it, I know you're talking about. He's from Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I played against him in teams uh, on Sunday, and I was playing Mecca, and he was playing Hatch, and I couldn't win. Like he didn't beat me, like we drew, but I just couldn't right. win. I like I didn't see any avenue of winning. I was like, how do how I win this? And then I played Cells, Zen- huh? Go ahead, go ahead. I go played Cells Zeno on him, ripped ripped three cards out of his hand, attacked, he petrified it, and then yeah. stole it with the to- <laughs> and stole it with the Toa. I was like, oh my god! I was like, uh. <laughs> This is not a good time at That's all. That's hysterical. <laughs> but I mean, it, he he didn't have a way of winning either because he couldn't attack with the cell. And we were in time. I mean, deck's really slow. But right. I mean, I guess if you just steal game one off somebody, you're never losing game two, right? That's you're not even finishing at this point. So oh, there's got to be a that's, real deck. That's my thing with hats is like I I could never play that deck because for me it's like super boring. Um, but I if I if I was that type of player that could play like an ultra control deck like that. I would totally play it because I, I actually believe in it that much. Like every single deck right now, at least at least the top three, like Mecha, Dark Bully, Red Bully, they they need to go somewhat wide to win the game, right? Yeah. Um, and Hatch just absolutely prevents that. Like Dark Bully, what do you do? Swing at one thirty k every turn? Like that's not gonna get you anywhere. It's a, and um, they ha- and they have blockers in that deck, so it's like that one. That's not even gonna do anything at all to them. So. Right. Even Red Bully, like yeah, you could swing your five drop every turn, but block right like you don't have great answers to blockers unless they're 5k power but uh they can play bigger blockers than that i say it's definitely worth looking at i don't think i'm gonna play it if uh, even if battle is illegal but i definitely expect someone to play it it's one of those decks i think turles is the deck to play or i was just that was my next question i just want to see what joey thought of turles i i used to be way more on the deck um i was really enjoying it testing it pre-release of set 12 but the more I've been playing it, I don't know, the more I've, I guess, fallen off of the deck in the sense that, like, I have a mid-range build that I really, really want to play, but I feel like you have to play it like Marcel played it, and Marcel played it like, I would call it, like, clapback.deck. Like, basically, <laughs> the, the goal of his build was, the goal of his build was just survive Dark Broly's all-in turn, survive Red Broly's all-in turn, and then just fruit them to death on the, on the clapback, and that, it's just not how I want to play the deck, but I think the deck is very good at doing that, so... I could definitely see a world where where Turles is the play. Yeah, I see that. I watched a lot of Silt Michaels games on the webcam this past weekend, and I was like, "This deck is a lot better looking than I thought it was." Like, because he played it's more super free. Like everything the deck does is so free. Like, imagine how busted. Like, uh, what's that guy's name? Rating Spirit Sun Gohan was back in the day. Like, Com went to play this 15k attacker. Yeah, yep. the, deck is, <laughs> the deck is just all of that. I mean, granted, they're not as big of attackers, but like. Combo a guy into play, he searches you a card. Combo a guy into play, he summons another guy and draws you a card. Like, and then he's a blocker. It's the deck is just super free. Does super free stuff. See, I was that was that's one of my picks. How do you feel about Invoker? You think it's real, or do you think uh, Miami was a fluke? I think it it was just a result of 
a player who has one trick the deck for three sets in a row. Like I, I don't think it's I don't think Invoker is that good. I think he would just the best player in the room on Invoker. Like if you know what I mean. Like he just if anyone was gonna play Invoker, it was gonna be him. And it's not that surprising he took it that far with his experience level on the deck. But like then immediately comparing that, uh, my friend Danny Danny Wynn, I, some people know who he is, but he hasn't played too much in more recent sets. But uh, he went to the Connecticut event with me. He wanted to play Invoker, and he actually almost he played Legends List almost card for card, and uh, he did not do so well. Like there are so many good aggro decks right now that uh, I don't think it's a good environment for Invoker. But again, if you're someone like Legends who has infinite experience with the deck. You, you're poised to do very well you know what i mean yeah so, so I, I don't think it's a great pick for the common player i think I, it definitely it rewards it definitely rewards the time you put into it it's I just agree, one of those yeah. decks i just picked the deck up off my buddy i traded him my uh, baby deck and 250 for the the invoker deck felt terrible because i didn't want to get rid of my baby deck but i was right. like I can't, I can't pass up picking up apex again because i've had four apexes so far since this came out and i've gotten oh, rid of, wow. i've gotten rid of all of them while they were so low i just like i don't play a deck. i'll get rid of it i don't care and now I'm looking at the price and I'm like, I'm an idiot. I need to pick one back up. So I had to do what I had to do. But I was like, I don't know if I'm going to play this. Like I was considering it, but I think it's wrong if I play it because I don't have enough reps with it. And I just feel like there's going to be some crazy aggro deck I'm going to lose. I was just like, I don't, I don't want to do that to myself. So It's so funny, dude. Like the deck has barely any combo power in it. So I really do feel like if you don't know how to use every single card in the deck to to its maximum potential, like, you're you're gonna get shotgun then just die like i'm i'm leaning, i'm leaning towards dark broly if i if i can't play nothing off off the wall if i can't find anything i'm looking right now though i'm like there's got to be something out there like yeah i think i think i think there's definitely safe picks like i think dark broly is a super safe pick i think red broly is a safe pick i think mecha like i said i think mecha is gonna start to fall off as time goes on um but yeah, as far as like other like less expected things, I think launch is real. I think Jiren's real. I think Hatchiak is real. Do you think that um, uh, that yellow Frieza deck Amani was playing is real? Uh, so my thing with that deck is I think I think the way he built it, him and Justin built it, was actually quite good. Like they definitely looked at some things in that deck that I didn't look at. But I think when you're just looking at a control deck, I think there are just better control decks to play. I think that's the problem with that deck. Yeah, I mean we were saying like if if Mecha was not around. That may be the yellow leader that everyone would gravitate to. Yeah, I say like I think that people would play that leader if Mecha Frieza wasn't just Mecha Frieza. It's just a better deck, right? So, but I was like, man, I didn't like losing ten dollars to that deck. I was like, now nah, I want to play it. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's pretty cool. I just I don't know. It just feels like tapping five for a boss monster just feels very or okay. I shouldn't say that because Apex is tapping five for a boss monster, but tapping five for the boss monster in that particular Frieza deck just doesn't feel amazing to me oh no i don't want to play um, i don't want to play that card in that deck that shit seemed awful every time he played it i was like that wasn't good it's that other frieza the three it's drop good one. against blue baby though yeah fuck that card yeah that, that, that three drop <laughs> that three drop of the crusher ball on legs yeah that card's pretty good yeah i said like, why is this card crusher ball on legs and draws a card i was with double strike i said hold on it was it yeah, was that, it, card, that card's pretty cool it was messing with me a lot. I was like, it made me want to try it uh i haven't put it together yet but maybe i'll put it together but there's no way i play that in miami but uh, so, well, actually, hold on. Going back to Turles, I have a question from Joey's last video. Uh, he did not release the nicknames that he has for Raisin and whatever the heck the other guy's <laughs> name is. What, Dude, what? You guys pay attention to detail, man. Oh my god. What? What, what are the nicknames, bro? Because <laughs> I have my right. nickname. Lefty and righty, man. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's good. That, that is good. That's real good. So my my nickname is um the two raisins are the ball sack bros. Mm. Oh, but yeah. but yep. here's the thing though. You have the ball sack bros and cockboy, who's a super combo. Oh, oh yo, my God. He, he does look like that though, actually. His name is like what, Cockow or something yeah, like that? Bro. <laughs> Bro, my thing for him was Zoidberg. That dude's Zoidberg for me. Zoidberg. <laughs> I like a, that. Yeah, that's a, it's a very ugly archetype. Like the art for the cards are very ugly. This is I'm like, yeah, oh. but it's, but but it's outside an old of those non-canon movie, bro. Outside of those though, the deck is beautiful. Yeah, the foil. Uh, oh my the god, foil the tree of might, extra card, and the yeah. fruits. Yeah, they, mm. they look good. And kill driver foil looks good. But I say the the foil tree of might literally looks like someone put a little mini. Two inch 4K TV in the middle of my car, bro. <laughs> and it's just playing the movie. <laughs> no, but, no, but like Mike said, like foil kill driver, that, that card actually looks really, really nice. Like, oh, just yeah. like the, I don't know, the, the energy wave around everything, it, it almost looks like a yellow card. And you know when a card looks like a different color than it actually is. Oh, you know, it's got to be good. Like, yeah. So yeah, the art is kind of crazy. I, say, I, I do like that. So my other question is, what made you start doing the YouTube content for the game? Like what made you decide to jump in? Okay, for sure. So I've been doing this for almost three years. It'll be three years in April. I can't believe it's almost in three years. Um, so originally I got into the game in the middle of set two. So I got into the game, I think it was like a week or two before the, the draft box came out with the Mecha Freezer leader. And obviously we all know how that turned out. But that's <laughs> slightly unrelated. Great time to join. <laughs> um, right, right. The set two, dude, that was so much fun. And then like right when that Mighty Heroes thing came out with the Over Elms, that was so cool. And then Mecha Freezer came out and that was kind of lame. But uh, so I got in around that time and then set three happened and I obviously started playing Mecha because so I, I came from Yugo originally and I won't dwell too much on this, but I came from Yugo originally and I, I had a competitive card game background. So Mecha came out, obviously it was the deck to play in set three. So I picked it up. I picked up Mecha Apes particularly. Uh, I went to ARG San Jose, which was, I think at that time it was what they were calling pre-regionals. I think it was. Yeah. They're fake, um, the fake regional jinx where they were like, oh, they're they like, uh, ARG regionals, and then nobody got an invite to nationals based off of them. I was like, this is oh a, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, this is yeah. a hoax. Yeah, it was weird, but it was it was a 500 player tournament, so it was, it was definitely still big hype. I, I still remember that event like clear as day. It was so fun. Like one, getting there with my friends. Two, it was absolutely a huge tournament, so it just felt like prime time. It was so cool. Um, but I went to that tournament, my first, I guess whatever you want to call it, premier event for Dragon Ball. I ended up getting top 32 with Mecha Apes. That was really cool. Um, and I just felt like I was starting to understand the game, but then once they announced like the, the nerf to Mecca, I, I started building these weird decks. Like I, I, that yellow kid coup leader. I don't know if you guys remember him from set three. Yes. Um, but like I built I, him, I, with, I built him. Yeah. That, that leader to me was one of my favorite leaders of all time. Like I loved like tapping one of my guys to lock one of my opponent's cards. So like, I built that with veggies, with, like Shugesh and everything. And it was just like a new way to play like yellow veggies. And I posted, that was like one of my first deck profiles I posted on my channel. So basically the idea of opening up the channel was like, there's not that many channels out there right now. I have some wacky ideas for decks. I just want to post them. So I just started it, started posting like that. Um, and at the time I was living in California, I was doing a year in school uh, in California. Originally I'm from New Jersey, but went to college in Boston. I know it's a lot of like jumping around, but um, mm -hmm. so eventually I finished my year in California and that's actually where I met like Marcus and all the Shenron's Lair guys. And then I moved back to Boston to finish my last year of college, uh, kept up with the channel. Um, Kept going to events, luckily kept doing well. So I guess, I don't know, I guess you could say my channel had a little bit more rep behind it, I guess you could say. Yeah, that's um, important, that's, I think. Yeah, definitely. It's so funny, too, because, like, again, coming from Yu-Gi-Oh!, like, 
when a content creator and Yu-Gi-Oh tops, it's like a it's like a huge deal. Like it never happens. <laughs> uh, but luckily, I was able to keep some streaks going, which was uh, pretty cool. I said I've been following you since uh, I want to say, man, is the after the first nets. So like after first nets, I think that's like when I started following your your YouTube channel. And I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. Cool. I, I gotta meet this guy. And I met you at uh, the ARG Invitational in uh, Lang City. I was like, this yep. guy, I was like, this guy's cool than I thought he was gonna be because every YouTube YouTube Yugi personality person I met was a dickhead. I was like, mm, <laughs> I do not like you these know people. what. I've only met one of them, and that was Alex Simo, who I met him at a PPG event because he was doing, like, some commentating for them. Mm-hmm. And he was actually super cool. Like, he gave me a lot of advice for, like, uh, just, like, generally doing YouTube content and stuff. I really appreciated that. And then uh, one time at a, at a ARG for Dragon Ball, I saw DZ, and I just went up to I, I still watch both their videos. Like, I still just watch Yu-Gi-Oh! content just because it's something to listen to and whatever. Um so I went up to him. I was like, "Oh man, I like your videos," and he kind of was like, "Oh thanks," and just immediately walked away. So I don't want to call him. Like, <laughs> I don't. He, he was probably just like worried about the tournament. No, so nah, nah, he's but, being uh, a dickhead because it's one of those things where like I, we do our podcast, and every time someone has came out and said something to me since I've been doing this podcast, I you know I talked to them. They want they literally came out their way to talk to you for a reason. Like, why would you just oh, yeah. why would you brush them off? It's, it's the coolest feeling, actually. I don't know. I I don't like him. Yeah. I met a capital G. I met him. It was terrible. I did beat him though when I met him, so I guess that was probably. <laughs> it's not the point though. It's like I was like, "Hey man, big fan of your stuff." He's like, "Yeah, whatever," and walked off. I was like, "Oh yeah, no." I I always try to do the same thing you guys are talking about. Like, uh, actually in Connecticut, I met I met this uh, gentleman named Matt. Shout out to you and your son. They both came up to me. They were playing in the event, and they were both like, "Oh, we love your content." His son had to have been like, I want to say maybe 12, 13 years old, and you know I was, he was playing Turles, and I was like, "Oh, did you look at the? Did you look at Marcel's profile? Did you build it yourself?" He was like. Oh, I tried to do a little bit of both, like watch your video and try to like do some stuff I learned from you, blah, blah, blah. It was, it was so cool. Like it was awesome talking to them. I definitely try my best mm. to, to, to talk to everyone who watches the channel. Cause without them, I mean, where, where would we be? Right. We wouldn't be doing what we're doing. Exactly. hundred percent. My favorite feeling is when someone messages me, they're like, Hey, I listened to your a podcast and I took your advice and I won locals. Oh my God. I'm yes, like, yo, bro. that's what I'm talking about. I love man. that. That's it. That's yeah, love that. Awesome. Always seeing someone be successful off of something you told them. I'm like, that's cool. Mm-hmm. No, that is the coolest feeling. Because I was going to say, I started following Joey after he beat my ass in Atlantic City. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the year before? Yeah. 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 Uh, I don't, Joey probably don't, I don't, you probably don't remember this, but we, we, well, I, I remember that's how we met, but I don't remember how the game went, to be honest. Oh, you destroyed me. That's, that's how it went. It was, <laughs> it was not a game. That's why you don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. So was this the, was this the, where, where I played Kiku or where I played SS3? This is your SS3. I was at the one where you played Kiku. We no, both, no, we, it was not. It was Hercule. Oh, you're talking oh, okay. you're talking, you're talking, you're talking about, about the regional. That was a regional. regional. That was an invitation. That was a, that no, was, you can, but you get your invite to Nets. Yeah, but we're talking about the invitational tournaments, the ARG invitation. Oh, that's yeah, where yeah, I, I met you. Like, different tournament then. Yeah. There's like 17 Atlantic cities we got to go, go over. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and we'll, I was I, playing Cell Chain. meeting you there. You were playing Cell Chain. Okay, okay. Yeah, and yeah, I, I remember talking to Mike before the event, and Mike was like, yo... There's this Hercule deck some of these dudes are on. He's like, I think it's pretty good. And I looked at Mike. I said, I don't know what that shit does, but I don't respect Hercule. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny because in that format that you're talking about, like Hercule decimated cell chain. Like it was yeah. so easy to like, you, you just stall your awaken. You let them cell chain you and then you flip draw five cards. But um, <laughs> it was miserable. <laughs> what was funny was the format immediately after that, like then, um, 
cell chain got the daily defender and then like hercules couldn't win like yeah. it was so it was wild well because i was uh what happened oh i need i just needed one more win right the top so i was like i play against you and i was like I'm playing, and then as soon as I start seeing what your leader does, I was like, "Oh, I'm in for a real bad time." <laughs> so my, my I'm playing hand control. My opponent's leader draws a lot of cards. Yeah, uh -oh. <laughs> I was like, "This sucks." Because and it was funny because Mike kept telling me he was like, "Bro, a whole event." He's like, "Bro, I think you need to respect this Hercule deck," and I was like, "Dog, I don't care about Hercule." <laughs> and then he said it so many times. I grabbed uh, my friend Sawyer, and I was like, "Sawyer, you know about this Hercule deck, right?" He was like, "Yeah." And I was like, "How does Cell Chain beat it?" He was like, "Uh, I think it's pretty bad for you, bro." <laughs> and I was, and he was like, "Just try and play those crit androids and attack with them." And I was like, "Are you serious?" <laughs> like that's my only. Bet. He was like, "I think so, bro." <laughs> so, bro, that that tournament yeah. was so cool because like. It was it was it was truly the one time in this game so far that there was like a secret deck like that deck was yeah and luckily I was on I was on the team that you know developed it like Sharmon's Lair at the time and uh, like that deck like so many people I sat across from them they were like dude what is this deck like, <laughs> and, then, and then there was and then there was a, another secret tech so like some people had heard about it because like I guess the the info got leaked to some other teams but like not everyone was on the Demigrass secret rare. And that was like the super secret sauce. Like I sat around a couple of mirror matches and they were playing like the Goku Oob SDR. I was like, all right, I'm just never charging the six. I'm going to play Demigrat and you're going to be dead. So uh, <laughs> that, that, that was is like how that year. works. <laughs> and then, and then the, the next level sauce, which I actually was not on. And I was very upset that I was not on it. This is actually a Pat O'Neill tech. Uh, and he was also on Sherman's Lair at the time. Uh, the yellow sideboard for the tricolor deck. That was like mm. the next, that was like level three secret sauce. Like, uh, side you, you main deck the the yellow super combo because at that point any super combo worked for a W mat leader and then you side deck like four crusher balls and then like some other yellow nonsense and that's how you beat the mirror with Demigrat SCR. Like that that tournament was so cool because of all those levels of like complexity. Jimmy also lost your pack. I was gonna say Joey's <laughs> coming at my pride right now, bro. <laughs> So I just need one win, right? So I'm like, okay. I like it's my it's like if I I was like when I play you I'm like okay if I beat this guy because I didn't know who you were at the time I was like okay right. if I beat this guy I win and then I'm like oh well okay th this guy apparently is just phenomenal at the game and beat my ass so all right <laughs> now I'm now I'm in a bracket a little bit lower I was like well this is even better right and I just need one win I'm in there I go against Pat O'Neill playing the same deck I said oh my god I looked around all the people by me no one else is playing Hercule I said oh <laughs> sucks to be me that deck was the secret sauce. Yeah, see, yeah I, that's, a, that's a pretty unfortunate run. <laughs> I think that's the that that was a, the secret deck, and there's also that Vegeta Energy Lock deck. I felt like that was a secret deck, only because like it had just it came was, out. but Matt released it. Pat was furious, bro, because we were all it was me, Jordan, Sawyer, and Pat and Nick were it was because it was the weekend of Otakon. Yeah, I know. I played against it at Otakon so, yeah, several times. We're like, in the, the room and Pat starts just fucking yelling, bro, because he's like, I can't believe you fucking posted that list. I was going to play. I can't believe you. <laughs> he was so <laughs> mad that it got leaked. Hey, man, I say all of PPG was on that deck, like Peter, Marcel, they all played that deck at Otakon. I was so glad I didn't go to that ARG Invitational that year. I had an invite to, to that Invitational, but I was like, man, I need to get my invite for Nat, so I went to Otakon instead. I was like, all right, I made the right call, but... Bro. After they did all the weird stuff with like uh, no uh, force ejection, mass sand, all that stuff, like I I couldn't even follow like how the deck worked anymore, and they just ended up banning it. I was like, yeah, this is fine, just <laughs> yeah, that's cool, get, get it out of here. I still <laughs> to this day am not sure 
what the ruling was on that. Like, I was like, something seems off about this. And then they're like, oh, you can do it. Then they're like, no, you can't do it. I was like, I don't know at this point, man. Yeah, it got so dumb. But I, oh, it's okay. So another secret deck, if we're just going to go on this topic, I, was, I won't like drag it on too long. But I don't I know if you guys it. remember, I don't know if you guys remember ARG Connecticut. I think it was, I guess it was 2019. Um, my friend won the event. And this is, at this time, Herodogarn uh, Storm was like a, an actual thing, like, or was the thing, okay. I guess. And uh, my friend won the event with Red Blue Hercule playing Mighty Mask. I don't know if you guys heard of this or remember no. this. No, I, I, did, I do not remember that. <laughs> I do love some Mighty Mask, though, so please tell me more. Yes, so this is ARG Connecticut, and it was a smaller size event. It was like 65 players. I mean, all your all your New York people were there, so obviously that, those were high-profile players there. Uh, and there were other high-profile high players as well. So my friend won the event, went undefeated against Storm. And the funny thing was the deck like actually had a positive Storm matchup. Because you just drew more cards than them, and your battle cards were beefier. So it was like, it was Red Blue Hurgarn. He played Mighty Mask on two, Digging Deep on three, and then just like, you know, bean, 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 attack, 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 attack. You're dead, you're dead, you're dead, you're dead. Um, <laughs> so that was like the super secret deck of that tournament, and that was super cool. Um, but yeah, I, I do have the video on my channel. Uh, but yeah, that was like a one and done. Like, no one ever picked it up and did anything with the deck after that. But. I'll be honest with you. I'm going to find that video after this. Like, so when we go, when we go get lunch, I'm going to go look for this video because I do like Mighty Mass. That's one of my favorite Bro, times in uh, Dragon Ball history. That deck was sweet, man. That deck was super sweet. But I say, so next thing, I saw you said you were doing a comic. What type of comic are you doing, man? Yes. Yeah, so besides, so I'm in a very, very fortunate position where I just graduated school. Um, I'm un unfortunate in the sense that COVID is happening right now. So like, Finding an actual job has been impossible, but I mean, that's everyone in the world, so I can't really just complain about that myself. Um, but I moved back home, just finished school. I'm doing my YouTube stuff, so I do have some some sort of income, which super grateful for that because I'm really passionate about it. So uh, even though it's more so like not a career career yet, um, I am very fortunate where I live at home and I get to do something where I'm passionate about it. And with, with all that being said, now that I, I'm, I'm at home, I'm doing my YouTube thing, I have some sort of income, I have time to work on another passion of mine, which is comic books. Like, I don't know, it, it's, it feels really cheesy to say, but like, uh, fiction has just been like one of the biggest driving forces in my life. Like, I, I'm, I, for, for whatever reason, I'm able to really pull things like, you know, writers want you to know themes, they want you to know morals, they want you to, to learn lessons out of that kind of stuff. And I, that's always just stuck with me um, as a kid, even into adulthood. Um, so it's something I've always been very passionate about. I've been working on a few comic book scripts. I finally finished my first one that I'm really, really happy with. Um, so I made a post amongst my close friends, like, Hey, who wants to read this? Give me feedback on it. Had some people read it, give me feedback on it. Um, and it's not, you know, it's not like a Picasso masterpiece, my first script, right? Yeah. I've had people come back and say, Oh, maybe you should look at this. Maybe you should look at that. But generally, which makes me feel really good. They've all said, you know, I really enjoyed this. This is really cool. I like what you're doing here. Um, so yeah, I'm writing a comic book script. It's uh, I really pull a lot of my inspiration from anime and from American comics, so like uh, Marvel, DC, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, so I guess you could say it's. I really actually would love to successfully blend like anime and, and American comics because I think there's so much in the middle there that people love both of them, and I think you can really just like blend them together really, really well. So the one I'm writing right now is like a, uh, it's like an organized crime story. Like there's like there's like um, gangsters involved, mafia involved, uh, demons of hell involved. Uh, there's like uh, there's a lot of a lot of things. So uh, it's very very cool. That's sweet. That I'm, uh, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. 
I'm a big fan of comic books, actually. I have like a pretty large comic book collection. I'd love to read it, actually. I'm a huge comic book fan. I didn't know you were into comic books like that until I saw that post you made. And I was like, hey, I didn't know he did comics. So, hey, man, if you guys want to read it, I would love to get some. Hey, yeah, bro. That'd be better. sweet. Hey, send it to me. I, I, like, yeah. up, uh, me too. I, I read a lot of comic books, actually. I probably spend monthly, I probably spend around 70 bucks on comic books, and I get, I get them at cost. So I do a lot of nice. reading of comic books. Uh, who's your what's your favorite comic book that you read that from somebody else, like from DC or Marvel? What you into? So I so I actually just finished Sandman, which Sandman was amazing. Um, actually, that's a classic. Okay, actually, was, Sandman was incredible, but also very very weird. Like if you're into comics, if you're into like the superhero thing, Sandman is not quite that. No, it, that's the it, supernatural it get, stuff. Right, and I do like that stuff a lot. Which like you heard me say, demons is in my yeah. story. So like I do pull from that. Um, but there's like a lot of branching things in that, in that book that are weird. My favorite, uh, some of my favorite stories. Um, uh, I love daredevil. Daredevil is one of my favorite heroes just because like the faith, the faith thing he deals with like resonates with me. Um, also the fact that he's like a really grounded character deals with a lot of real life nonsense. I'm a big Spider-Man fan. I know, I know that's super cliche to say. Um, but actually what's funny is over more recent years, I used to be like all Marvel DC sucks, that kind of thing. But like over the past couple of years, like I've been getting really, really into DC. They've, just, they, they've been writing just some. They've just been writing some banger stories. Like you can't see there. Mike's face, but he looked disgusted. I say DC <laughs> DC's books are better than Marvel's books to me. Oh, like, in the past five years, one hundred percent. Yeah, 100%. like I, I, I'll even go as far as saying the new Fifty Two and Up is better than everything Marvel was putting out to me. That's how yeah, I personally. Oh yeah, all all new, all different Marvel was absolute trash. Like, yeah. I say I love yeah. the X-Men a lot. So, like, my first comic book I got into when I was a kid was X-Men. You know, my dad was like, oh, it's X-Men. My mom, my dad's Italian and my mom's black. And, uh, you know, my mom is like, I'm not going to say no activist or nothing like that because she's not. But, like, you know, she grew up in the South, so she knows she dealt with a lot of racism. And she was right. like, she was like, I'll buy you X-Men books because it talks about racism. And I was like, as a kid, I don't, I'm like, where's the racism? But as I'm reading it and I'm like, you know, I'm just learning more. I'm like, if I put the word black where the word mutant is... This yeah. is talking about racism. And I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. So I've always been a big X-Men fan. But overall, I, I'm not a big fan of Marvel's books like that. Like, uh, I do like Daredevil. The fact that Bullseye's sole mission in life is just to fuck his day up, bro. That shit is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> like, he just, like, kills his girlfriends, just always fucking with them. I'm like, yo, this guy is hilarious. And I'm Spider-Man. Everybody loves Spider-Man. It's, it's hard not to like Spider-Man, right? Because it's Spider-Man. But the, the stories are always weak and, like, uh, very family-friendly. But DC has so many good dark stories. I'm like, oh my god. Um, yeah, absolutely. And that's one of the funny things too. Like, that is working to their favor in the comic book industry. But like in the movie industry, it's the exact opposite. Like everyone loves how Marvel is like fun and hilarious, but the DC movies haven't been hitting right because they're way more gritty and like I, less fun, I guess you could say. Yeah, but when um, I'm when I'm reading, I'm not looking for fun. I'm looking for an escape from like the the fakeness of real life. I just I want something real, something like you know what I mean. That I can hold yeah. on to. So I said, I'm a big yep. DC fan. Like the Batman's whole new 52 line was good. Even the new Batman line is good. Uh, I thought it was great how the Justice League has Superman just be useless all the time. In every new 52 book, Superman was just yeah, trash. They, they needed to do that. They, they've actually, and I used to like, one of the biggest reasons I didn't like DC back in the day, I hated Superman. He was like, this guy's way too OP. Like he's just boring overall. But they've, they've done a really good job of like turning him around as well. Like, making him a bit more grounded. What they did with New 52 Superman when they brought back uh, the old Superman with the beard, like mm -hmm. that, was, that was really cool. That was really cool as well. Yeah, and, and the book with uh, his son that they do now, him and Batman, Bruce's son, I like that book a lot too. I was like, that's a good yeah, book. Yeah, Super Sons, yeah, Super yeah. Sons is legit. 
Yeah. But we're getting off topic. We're talking about comic yeah. stuff like that. And Jim, Jim, don't read I'm no comic books. I'm sitting here like, uh, but, uh, I sounds say, cool, guys. Yeah, send me your comic book, man. I, I say, I'm super interested in reading because actually I, I do love comic books. I love reading. I went to school for teaching. I, I teach, you know, so, and I'm always like just big into reading. I sit around and just read all the time. So I say, send it to I me, man. I will send it to you guys. I will send it to you guys. I was going to say, I don't read comic books like that, but I will definitely read yours. So <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, I mean, if you're interested, that's cool. If not, I totally understand. It's up to you. Who you got for the Super Bowl? Well, that's a good uh, question. To, to be totally honest, I have fell off of football so hard in the past like five years. Um, I used to be a big Giants fan, when I, especially when I played football in high school. But past five years, I really could not care less. But anyways, between these, yeah, sorry, between these two teams, uh, I would like to see Mahomes bring it home. Um, just I'm because, like, I, com- yep. I, I actually like I, I do like know like the the surface level stuff mm-hmm. about like the current football season and everything. Like, I feel like. I feel like Mahomes is the next great compared to oh, Tom yeah. Brady. You know what I mean? It's yeah. actually a wild but, Super Bowl if you think about it. That's what I always say, been saying since I seen Absolutely. him. I was like, this guy is the next like great quarterback of our time, which is wild because he's playing Tom. Like yeah, he's playing the it's, former it's great so quarterback crazy. of the time. Tom Brady beat his own record for being the oldest quarterback in the Super Bowl <laughs> this year. I'm impressed. I just don't. You, you, I just don't want to see Tom Brady win. I'm just. I'm over Tom Brady. And I want to see Patrick Mahomes do well. And then when I also, I just recently found out that Patrick Mahomes' father played on uh, the local baseball team here. Yeah, actually. yeah, yeah. The so Norfolk I was like, oh, even even more reason to root for him, you know. Yep. So that's funny. But uh, but yeah, we've been wrong. Uh, just like being a, being an old Giants fan, like um, we we obviously we had the Patriots number right, like, like two yeah, different rules over them. And, absolutely. Like, I, I, Tom Brady's like a cool dude, whatever. Um, but like I feel like just being a former Giant, or I guess, like, he's I guess a cool dude, say, but like, we beat his ass. <laughs> hey man, so you right. got, he's yeah. You, you got to go against him because you're a Giant. You were a Giants fan, so you got to go against Pretty him. Pretty much. And again, I think the guy's a cool dude, but like, yeah, no, it's uh, not happening. Let's fuck Tom Brady forever for everybody <laughs> in New York. That's that's how I always feel about it. Just every time I've been in New York, nobody ever says anything nice about Tom Brady. They're like, nah, fuck the Patriots. Oh, yeah. fuck no, Tom no Brady. shot. No shot. All right, and then one last question from the viewers, and we'll let you go because I know you're a busy man. You uh, said, if you had a choice to unban, unlimit, or unerotic any card, what would it be? Oh, that's a good one. Oh man, so I don't know about this because to be honest, I really like a lot of the stuff they've done. Like obviously, Gogeta Seven never ever bring that card back. Mm-hmm. Um, Barack Progenitor is one that like people always talk about. Like you know, there's arguments like it could be broken. There's arguments that it could be fine. Honestly, probably at this point in the game, it's probably fine. I don't think it's really going to make too much of a problem. But then again, we're getting lineage support in this new set. So um, that could very easily change, right? That, that's so, more reason to unban it, right? Because you put printing more lineage support? Yeah, if they want to pull the Konami, then yeah, they can totally just like unban Bardock. <laughs> so they totally unban Bardock and push sales. I want, I want Android 21 to be unbanned. I feel like that was unjustified when they did it. I was like, bro, you, tell, you ask me, bro, just make it ultimate. Just make it a secret rare and yeah, sure. You can have it back. Yeah. I mean, if, if you got to put ultimate on, you got to put ultimate on. I'll take, I'll accept that. Right. Like, you know, limit it to one or whatever. Don't, no, don't make it secret. rare. I don't want to have ultimate. Just limit it to one. Cause I still want to play other SCRs. So hold yeah. on. <laughs> that's, been my, that's been my thing for a long time. Like if a card in this game is powerful enough to be restricted to one, just make it an ultimate. Cause like what, I don't know. What's the point of having like this, Stupid powerful one of, and then this other stupid powerful one of that actually says you can only play one in your deck. You know what I mean? Like, oh no, you're not know, wrong. Like, I've been on the fence that they need to ch- change how the word ultimate works in this game. I think ultimate should work for you can only have one of that character. 
in your deck. But then you could have, but then you could have more other basically SCRs in your deck. Yeah, yeah, but you only have one of that character. So like I couldn't. Let's say I had an ultimate. It was a Fujita. I could play no other Fujitas in my deck though. Like you could mm, only. I don't know. Man. I don't know. That, that, that seems a little <laughs> obscure, just because like. I don't know. Then you could play like you could play Kai SDR, and then you could play like the Boo, like uh, in Turles, for instance. Like Kai SDR and Boo SDR are both quite good. Yeah. Or even like Primal Carnage. Like you, you could play in, in your in your crazy world. You could play Primal Carnage, Boo SDR, and Kai, and really not be punished because like who cares about those characters, right? Like those characters don't get played. That's what I like and to you hear. Play Salvino. If you were if you were able to play Salvino and Turles. You can play all four of those dudes. I'm, right. try, I'm trying to do that. Mike started Here's smiling Matt. a little bit, and as Joey talked about all the SCRs, you just saw Mike's Whoa. smile just grow bigger. I felt like I was watching the Grinch movie, bro. It's like my binder is His filled with these grew. cards, bro. Like I need to play with them. I want to put them in decks, but there's only, you know, I'm just, I don't know. I want to play with my cards. I'm looking for ways. Bro, you are snapped. <laughs> hey, man, it's never going to happen. I'm not, and I know for a fact it wouldn't happen, but it's just like, I want to play with my cards. I know you own a lot of the cards in this game. You probably own most of them. You don't, you just want to play with your yeah. cards. I do. You know what? I was just thinking about that. I was like, damn, I have all these collection binders. The, the, the number one thing that sucks is that like when I moved home from school, like I don't have a local anymore. Like I had a cool local scene in Boston. Now in New Jersey, I have no local scene. So uh, yeah, my cards more so now are just sitting, which really sucks. But I say there's no locals know. in Jersey. I thought there was, where are you at in Jersey? There, so I'm in Northern Jersey. Like I'm right next to New York city, but like the problem is driving. Oh, you're in the city, mountains, bro. Uh, not really. I'm in like, the, I'm basically in the New York city suburbs. Like, uh, okay. like anyone like who works in New York lives in my area. If they don't live in New York already. Um, oh. and, but the problem is like New York locals are close mileage wise, but driving there is miserable. It's at least an hour. To oh, go 20 yeah, miles. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. I was up there and we're, uh, what's the name of that area? It's got Jersey Dog. You know what? You know Jersey Dog, the restaurant. You know what I'm talking no. about? No. Was it Northern Jersey or Central or Central Jersey? It's like an hour from uh, Newark, like an hour north of Newark. An hour north of New I'm about 30 minutes north of Newark. So yeah, so. I drove past you. So if you go about 30 minutes more north, there's this place called Jersey Dog. They sell fried hot dogs. They call them Thumans. Oh my god, so good. Interesting. I say it was, it was beautiful up there, man. Like I was like, I went up there to have a good time. I was like, you know, I just needed a break from like life to be honest, you know, and I just went mm -hmm. up there, hang out with some friends. I didn't realize where they like really lived at until they like, I got there. I was like, this is like in the mountains. It's just quiet. It's just a good time up there. And the, that yeah, so you, you might've actually been like closer to PA then maybe. Uh, maybe. I mean, the, the friends I was with, they said that we can get to New York in like 30 minutes. That's what they had told me. So I don't know. Okay. So I'm, I'm thinking, yeah, I'm thinking you're a little bit, so I'm like I'm like northeast New Jersey. You 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 were probably northwest is what I'm thinking. But okay, that yeah, makes I sense. Know. I say, but like I know that like the Atlantic City side of Jersey, there's some locals over there because every time I go to Atlantic City, I always look up locals. Yeah, no, there there actually are like nice locals down there, but that's like two hours south of me. So. Yeah, so that's thing. Jersey's really long. Like you would think New Jersey's a little yeah, you little do. state. Yeah, yeah, it's really long because when I drove to Newark from uh, Atlantic City for that mm -hmm. there, I don't know what we call that tournament. Uh, the tournament at that computer science gaming place. Uh, yeah, it was, 1K. Yeah. yeah, it was such a long drive. I said, holy shit, I thought it was going to be quick. I thought Jersey was a little state. I was wrong. Yeah, it's about, it's about four or five hours to get from, like, top end to bottom end, yeah. Mm. Dang. But it was nice having you on, man. Yeah, uh, man, for sure. Say, hopefully I see you in my. Oh, I know I'm going to see you in Miami. No, hopefully. I know. I already booked my flight and everything. Yep. So 
I'll be there. Uh, <laughs> Me too. I said, I'm trying to hang out. Hope I can find this Digimon movie so we can watch it. So that way we're not watching Tenet over and over again. You know, I can't watch that movie again, bro. I can't. <laughs> oh man, I said that was that was a fun trip, bro. That was definitely a fun it trip. Was, it was really fun. It was really fun. I learned some things about some people I had no idea. That story in the pool that uh, our friend was telling with the hair. I was like, that's real crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, I, when I left that night, I was like, I would have never thought that. <laughs> like, never would have thought that. But uh, yeah, I say so. It was nice having you on, man. Um, um any any shout outs you want to give or? Uh, yeah, absolutely. So shout out to you guys first and foremost for having me on. I really do appreciate it. It was it was a ton of fun, ton of ton of fun. Uh, shout out to my team just be for being awesome. Shout out to MRG because they're legit as well. Um, shout out to PPG for throwing good tournaments, and uh, yeah, see you guys in March. Yes, sir. Yeah, bro. Make sure uh, your team is Cross Worlds TCG now, right? Like that's what y'all are going by. Yeah, yeah, we basically okay. adopted the channel name. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. So I just want to make sure because I was like, someone was still calling out Shinron Laird the other day. And I, was like, I don't think they're Shinron yeah, Laird no. anymore. <laughs> and I was, I was, it was a lot of confusion in what they were saying to me. I was like, it's not adding up. But I was, like, I'm pretty sure it's Crossword TCG based off what I saw on the on the uh, YouTube channel. So, but yeah. all right. But make sure uh, if you're listening, go subscribe to Joey. He yeah. has like best best YouTuber for the game out there. You know, there's ever been. Yeah, I say like the goat. I I love my boy Trevor over at Broken Honor, but. Joey's the man. <laughs> the, the best content. Uh, you know, hey man, I'm just happy that I'm happy that more and more people are stepping up to the plate. Like I, I do see it, I do notice it. It's very, very cool to see more people. Like I've seen Broken Honor, uh, I've seen UniX, like all that stuff. It's really cool. Yeah, I say, but nobody can compete with you, Joey. You're the man, bro. I say you got the content because you give like you give the you give the stuff for like the casual players, and then you also give stuff for the competitive players. It's like a real good blend. Yeah, like you give just enough for the casual. But the fact that you are such a great player, yeah, it like the the competitive stuff is just it's, it's too good. good. No, no one, yeah. I haven't no seen a, I haven't it. seen a bad video from you in a long time. Oh, oh dude, sorry. in a long time. Blocked, so what? <laughs> what was the bad video? Like, <laughs> the, the bad video was the one where you were giving out uh, strategies to help against. Uh, I forget what deck it was, and I was like, you just forgot like five cards, bro. Like, oh, damn. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it wasn't like bad. It was just like, damn. I was like, he really forgot five cards. Uh, but it was still good, though. But I'm sure <laughs> that video helped somebody. But I just know you forgot five cards. It was old. I mean, it's like way back. Like, it's like cards to answer Shinron Gogeta. It was like a video about that, I believe. And Interesting. I, okay. Yeah. Like, luckily, it's nothing too recent. Right? No, 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 no. I said, that's why I said a long time. It was old, bro. It was super old. Because like when I first started watching it, you know, when you first started watching something on YouTube. Like, you're looking to not want to watch it. Is that, is, I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Like, that's just how I am. I watch a lot of stuff, and I'm like, I don't want to watch this, but I'm going to watch it. And then I, I was like, damn, these videos that's are so... That's the most like, thing I've I was ever. like, these videos are so fucking good, bro. <laughs> and then you're, like, giving, like, a, a answer to the format to, like, this deck. And I want to say it was Shinron Gogeta, and you just left cards off. Like, it was... I was just like... I even wrote in the comments, I was like, you left these cards off. And you're like, oh, yeah, I did miss those. It was nothing. Mm. But... I'm gonna find the video, bro. I'm gonna message it to you. I say, you thought, oh, oh yeah, I did miss these cards. I say, message to me with a timestamp and everything. I want to see it. <laughs> I, I got you, bro. I say, like, other than that, like, videos are great, though. I say, like, easily the oh, best, yeah. bro. Easily. I say, easily. I, I'm always honored. To I don't be know honest. how you can be playing Dragon Ball and not pay attention. and not pay attention to Crossworld. I used to subscribe to the Patreon. I say, oh, uh, funny story. I actually wanted to bring this up earlier. Sorry, Joe. We're like holding you way too long. Uh, I'm, I'm chilling, bro. Do you do? I'm, I'm having a good time. So. 
I have your video. I I watch every video, right? When it comes out, I watch, like you're one of very few YouTubers. I will listen. Yeah, to I what get the you notifications say. every time you drop yeah, a video. Yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> like I gotta watch. Like yeah, there there are very few people in this game that when they talk, I, like Sublet. If Sublet talks, I, yeah. I I sit down and I listen. Um, same thing with Joey, right? So I always have it playing on our TV down there, mm-hmm. and every you know every video starts off with a do 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 you know whatever your little intro is, and then it goes yeah yeah. Uh, What's going on, Dragon Ballers? Literally every time now, my girlfriend will come out and be like, what's going on, Dragon Ballers? <laughs> <laughs> every time. <laughs> and she gave me a present, right? She gave me a present, and it was a... Uh, it's actually pretty cool. I'll, I'll probably post up on the Discord a picture of it. You know what I'm talking... The picture she had made? Yeah. It's a uh, picture of me and her, but dressed up like as like like uh, Dragon Ball characters on a Nimbus cloud. And on the back, she put to my favorite Dragon Baller. I said, holy this shit. Is, oh, no. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. That's so sick. Let's say, uh, yeah, I say, uh, what was, I was about to say something, bro. Damn. I got fucking amnesia. I'm getting hungry. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I haven't eaten today. But, uh, yeah. but, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, man. You guys gotta go support his Patreon, too. Actually, oh, the, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff, that stuff really helps. Like, I, it does. It really so does. So much. I say, bro. like, I, I told people off in the community page that tried to tell him, that he was charged to do. I said, bro, you have no idea what you're talking about. Actually, I became a Patreon member to you, Joey, because of that guy. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you remember this. This was on the discussion group. Some guy was going off about you. And I said, I bro. Do, I, I do remember you commenting in defense of me. And I do appreciate yeah, that. And I literally that day, well, I was, I don't know why. I got real worked up about that guy. I don't know why. I don't usually get worked up. I was just real mad. I was like, this guy puts the best content out here. You're trying to give him shit? That's it. I, went, I was and like. I'm gonna go be a Patreon member. So I literally I went on that day and I was like, I got I gotta give this man money because he works way it's, too it's hard. Such fi- it's such a fine line. Like I get where the people are coming from when they're like, oh, the page- Patreon stuff is all bullshit, blah blah blah. Like I, I get where they're coming from, but like not your bro, stuff like, though. No, <laughs> not your stuff. Your how how much time do you put into it? I gotta say, like, like the channel, Patreon, everything. Like how much time do you spend? It's gotta be insane. Right. Like I got to say it's at least 20, 30 hours a week, like part-time job level for sure. Yeah. Um, which is fair because that's like the type of revenue I'm bringing in. Like I would say it's equivalent to like a part-time job. Um, so that's like, it is a lot of work. Um, I, and I, I, my thing too is like, I was talking earlier about how I write comics. I'm trying to write comics. Right. So I'm definitely, I think much more of a writer than like a, I guess you could say like a YouTube personality. Like I think, and you know, correct me if I'm wrong. You guys read the articles. Like I think when I, put things down written i think it it comes off very clear sometimes in videos like i don't know maybe i maybe i jumble maybe i go on tangents i don't know what do, what do you guys think about my articles versus my videos what do you guys think let me ask uh, you guys a question on your, part, <laughs> on your podcast i think that the articles are better than the videos but the videos are good though but like i like i read the articles all the time like you save me time like you'll tell me strategies and like you'll go over matchups and i no longer have to do it because i can trust what you wrote and told me so i'm like thank Fucking God. And there, there are, that's, that's play that's testing the thing, I don't have to There's do. very few people, though, that you can actually yeah. trust. I don't trust most people. Uh, to put in perspective, you're the only person I trust. <laughs> I, I, I greatly appreciate it. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I really mean that. Like, you're probably like, he's just fucking around. No, like, no. I play a lot. Like, I literally play a lot of Dragon Ball all the time. Like, me, you, you and me both, man. Yeah, and I'm Mike? like, I know for a fact that he plays a lot of fucking Dragon Ball. And then, like, I have been feeling that for over a year plus now, right? Because I'm reading your Patreon article. I'm like, damn, all this shit is good. And then, like, you know, what, you, huh? 
Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. I said, then when we were in Miami and I played your Gogeta deck, I said, oh, this man really does play fucking Dragon Ball like that. Like I thought he does. Because <laughs> I just said, uh, for you to have that deck yeah. sleeved up and on you, right? I'm like, you have to be playing Dragon Ball. Like, you just have to be, right? That's like, because nobody just has that shit that's competitive player. Like they're like, oh yeah, I got this goofy ass deck on me and I just like happen to have it. No, that's because you play. Like, so, uh, and you know, coming from me, like I trashed that deck. I trashed yeah. that deck so hard. Him, <laughs> like when that Piccolo Houston came out, it was like, yeah, this deck is a lot better now. Like, and yeah, that's a sign of that you better. play the game, right? Because you yeah. you you know that at Unison made the deck better versus like somebody else who just like played it one time was like, oh, this deck sucks. They would have never went back and tried it. So I'm like, oh yeah. yeah, I'm like, this guy's playing Dragon Ball, and I fucking love it. That's, that's <laughs> like, <laughs> tell me if you guys get this from the articles too. But this is like, this is one of the number one things that I've been trying to push, and I think you guys have kind of also like hit it on the head. Like, so many players I know, like obviously being being on the, in the YouTube scene and being in the competitive team scene, like I get to talk to a lot of the high level players, and like them, really, it's really a card game thing in general that I don't know why, but. When, when someone has an opinion on something relating to a card game, their opinion is gospel and you cannot like say anything against it or you are wrong. And that's just how so many people like good players, bad players. That's how so many players in all card games think. And like, that's one of the biggest things I've been trying to write on the Patreon is like, do not fall victim to this. Like keep an open mind. Like there are decks out there. You don't know about there are strategies out there. You don't know about like, you might think this matchup is this way, but it could also go this way given different texts and stuff like that. Like, I, I really, really dislike that one-track mind way of thinking where, like, and, and so so often I hear it, too, like, that deck can't beat this deck. Have you ever tested the matchup? No, but I know what all the cards do. Well, you know, you might actually play it and find out that there's this thing you didn't account for that changes that. Like, I don't know. Like, it, it's just, no, it's crazy. Say, but you- that's what, I that's say, one I of get, the biggest things I'm trying to promote, like open mind, open mind thinking. I get that from your stuff. At first, I didn't really get that too much from your stuff, like, but lately, like probably about the last six months or so, you do. I do get that from your stuff. Before yeah. it used to be not like, oh, I'm right, you're wrong, but it was like, okay, this is just, you know, these are my thoughts. Here it is, right? And now it's like you're more like more open ended with it, like. So I'm like, yeah, I definitely get that what you're saying though. No. And that's definitely me yeah. growing as a player as well. But like, I, I just hear it all the time. I'm just like, I just don't agree with this. Like, like the red Broly being tier zero thing and, and this matchup being unbeatable to that deck. Like there's just so many ways. And, and trust me, when, when we're in a tier zero format where, where some deck cannot be beat, I will be the first one to be on my YouTube channel crying about it. But like, <laughs> uh, I can actually point out where the change in your philosophies in your writing changed. Actually, it was probably about two months after you played kid Koo. Uh, that's when you started changing how you were writing. It's probably about two months so, after that. It's funny because, like, I looking back, I don't think that was like. I, maybe it's maybe it's not correct to say this, but I really don't feel like that was a tier one deck in that format because Shenron Gogeta was winnable, but it was very hard to win that matchup. Like, I beat I beat two in Swiss and then lost in top four to that deck, right? So. Um, but I just felt like, you know, I, I, I was very experienced with the deck and I knew what I was doing. My build was tailored for that format. Like, yeah, maybe, maybe that was when I had to change, but I just really don't like that one track mind way of thinking. Yeah. I feel like that's, no. I feel like that's when, yeah. I feel like that's when your writing changed, like definitely start like having like the open ended part where you're like certain things could change things and you're right. But your articles, man, they're the best, bro. They're, I've subscribed to only you now, but I used to be subscribed to everybody. I'm not, not when I say everybody, I don't mean every single one, but. Everybody who you would say counts as a big name player or a team, right? And yeah. uh, your stuff's the most useful. I don't want, I'm not going to put anybody down, any brands or anything, but like 
your stuff's the most useful. It's very accurate. It's very good. I just hate when I read somebody's stuff and it's a lie. Like yeah, they're just doing just, it to put content out because lie. they feel like they owe people something. So they're just writing just There's stuff. A, I remember reading somebody's stuff one time. And I said, man, this deck seems kind of wild in theory. I put the deck together and it was not wild at all. But they had made it <laughs> like it was so good. And I was like, oh, no, nah, they lied to me. This is definitely just all a lie. So I knew that they just theory crafted it because it, it, it's, in theory it sounded great. But they didn't actually play it. So half the article they wrote was trash at that point because it wasn't true. But Yeah, no, I mean, you, you guys you guys see this. And, like, I do post pro, like, decks on the Patreon. You, it's not That's not my typical type of Patreon content. Usually it's, like, more theoretical content and stuff like that. But I, I do post deck lists on the Patreon, but I only post them there if, if I've tested them throughout. Like, I know, like, okay, this is the build I like. Uh, and, and of course things can still change. Like I posted a mecha list on the Patreon. It was playing this plug engine. And like I said, like it was cleaning up rogue decks, but like I ended up cutting it in the future because it wasn't that great against the triangle. Right. So yeah. you learn more and, and you make changes going forward. But uh, yeah, I, I try to keep the deck list thing on Patreon to a minimum if I can help it. Mm-hmm. But I say, so hopefully more, they're playable decks. <laughs> moral of this conversation Follow this man on Patreon. Yeah. Say, You'll get better. It'll get better, bro. You know, YouTube videos will take you from being like a, a two or three player to like a four or five, but the Patreon will take you to like a six or seven. Guaranteed to get your invite to the next Nats if you read this Patreon. Guaranteed to top a webcam tournament. Guaranteed. Everybody who's read it has topped the webcam tournament. I but, really appreciate it, guys. No problem, man. But uh, but yeah, bro, I guess any uh, anything you want to add, Mike? Nah, it's Chipotle. It's calling my yeah, name real bro, bad, I'm, bro. I'm so hungry. Mm. What you eat lunch yet, Joey? I did actually. I had some Chick Fil A right before I got on call with you guys. So. Mm-hmm. Smart man, smart man. Smart I man. am good for the moment. I did not know. Are you a sandwich or or chicken tendy guy? Questions. I'm, I'm a tendy guy. I'm a, I'm a tendy guy. I, I knew it. <laughs> occasionally, I go for the sandwich, but I'm a I'm a tendy guy. I knew I it, bro. Fries. I say, I look at this guy. He's he's ripped. He looks like he eats a lot of protein. He don't want those carbs from that bread. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what's holding me back, bro. I'm the sandwich guy. <laughs> yeah. Gotta got be a tendy guy, man. That's how you get the muscles. Oh, I'm, I'm a tendy. I'm a tendy guy, but I'm also a double order fries guy too. So. <laughs> you can't turn that off. I'm getting the. I'm getting the carbs. Don't worry. <laughs> All right, man. I see you in a couple weeks, bro. Sounds good, guys. Yeah, man. Great having you on. Talk to you later. Hey, thank you. Bye. Yeah, I got the real one. Problem on my back every day. I got the shit. Try whatever I want